0: This is Be Better, a podcast where people tell stories. You'll hear stories from people who have fought to be better in the arenas of fitness, mental health, relationships, and just how to become a better human. Thanks for joining us. Now let's get after it. All right. Hey, everybody. This is Ross, the owner of Be Ready Performance Therapy and the host of the Be Better podcast. Today, I am so pumped to have Marissa Reese. Uh, Marissa is the owner and head coach at Praxis Strength here in Nashville, kind of in the north side of town. And I've gotten to know Marissa over the course of almost a year now. I think we kind of started to chat a little bit over social media when I was just trying to network with gyms in the area and they were yet to even open the gym. And I remember the first time I came in here, she was having a meeting with a few of her other coaches, just sitting cross-legged on the floor. And I walked in and just got to have a little uh, little powwow on the floor. And uh, it was just a great introduction to a, a really cool friendship and partnership over the last few months. Uh, so Marissa, thank you for being here,
1: yeah thanks for having me
0: we uh we just got done working out in a in a class and got my butt kicked <laughs> by a sixteen minute uh what she calls accessory work. <laughs> I would call it just simply work if it's gonna last that long yeah,
1: uh, hey, you could choose how hard you went and how hard you did not go so
0: <laughs> this is the truth this is the truth Marissa, how do you guys uh just random question off uh-huh. the start? How do you guys approach programming at the gym? I know that you and Austin, your husband, um, both kind of have some say in that. But in the day to day, how do you guys approach? You know, what programming actually ends up on the whiteboard?
1: Mm-hmm. So um, I do the bulk of the programming, and then I'll, you know, ask advice from our coaches and from our other co-owners, Brittany and Austin. And um, but I like my history and what I've learned is a lot through like Westside barbell or um, I trained with birth fit for a long time. They have a really heavy uh, or Westside was a big impact with them. And so it, the bulk is strength training, like 95% barbell. Um, that's our focus every day. So whatever that lift is, then the accessory work, <laughs> the accessory work slash conditioning slash yeah. getting your butt handed to you. Um really does piggyback off of that lift <clears throat> so it's not just like we're gonna do back squats and you know run 12 miles and you know 75 burpees or it's like really we try to actually use accessory muscles that you need to use for that lift um and yeah i rotate so like this week uh, monday wednesday friday is lower body tuesday thursday is upper body for our lifts. Next week will be Monday, Wednesday, Friday upper, Tuesday, Thursday, lower. So everyone, even if they're only coming a couple of days a week, they're gonna be hitting their whole body throughout a couple of weeks. Um also I rotate conditioning. So one day will legit just be accessory work, like you know, three by twelve kind of rep scheme, like super slow, easy, like almost like bodybuilder style. And then the next day will be a really hard amrap like today, <laughs> or Um, or it might be a little bit of both and then maybe a five minute of conditioning, but the overarching, I guess, overarching theme of the program is building strength, but also resiliency. Um, we don't want to train you into the ground every day. We want you to feel good, not need a nap after the workout and come back the next day and be able to walk. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of our big thing.
0: Yeah. You know, That's one of the most interesting things um, about this gym. And I guess one of the things, there are two things that really struck me the first few times I worked out here. And one of them was absolutely the way you thought about and discussed intensity and its role in fitness. Um, Because I know some other gyms maybe tend towards uh, having a lot of intensity, a lot of days a week, uh, and you still really value intensity but can you talk a little bit more about kind of how you guys think about, um, yeah, just day to day that the role of, you know, how, when do we push ourselves? When do we not? Mm -hmm. Things like that.
1: Yeah. So I think, I mean, especially now we all just live in a high stress environment. Like there's, I don't know anyone that doesn't live in a stressful situation, whether it's work or family or just how our society is like we we don't value naps as much as we should. Uh, we value yes. the go, go, go. If you're working 40 hours, that's almost like not enough. Like, it's that's what our society unfortunately values. Well, that also, a lot of times, people will translate that into our workouts too. And exercise is supposed to be a good stress on the body. It's supposed to be what they call a you stress. If you overdo it, your system can only take so much. And, you know, most people aren't sleeping eight to nine hours a night, or especially not good sleep and, um, and not feeling well. So then when you are in a high stress work environment or family environment, not feeling not sleeping, you go into the gym, yeah, it's only an hour, but you're pushing your body to the limit. Well, then no wonder you're maybe not seeing gains in the gym or your sleep is going, you know, it's not doing well, or just even your mood and energy level is depleted. Um, I just see that and have seen that for so long. And I personally really struggled with that. I <clears throat> did crossFit for years and I loved it. but my body can only take so much. And towards the end, yep. I, you know, I was having <laughs> the peak of my uh, uh, stress and uh, fatigue was I had an empty French press in my car and two empty energy drinks in my car
0: (laughs) you just look around you and something (laughs) says this is not quite right
1: it's not okay here um and I had a you know I had tests done and you know my hormones were just all jacked up and um I had to completely remove myself from any kind of high intensity things and it was only through just strength training that I was able to get I mean you know my fitness back basically Um, and every time I would do something high intense for the first like year or two after I stopped doing CrossFit, I was wrecked for days, and then I just kept hearing that same story over and over from friends and uh, online, and I'm just like, okay, there needs to be something for people that can't do high intensity all the time that, yes, want to train all your metabolic pathways, you know, slow and steady high intensity middle of the road like that does need to be trained but also get strong and use barbell work but not be only powerlifting and not be only olympic lifting like something in between that can fit those people that love lifting but also like to you know not be exhausted all the time <laughs> and
0: that's a reasonable you know? reasonable goal
1: yeah i, I think so uh yeah, so that's, that's kind of why we program the way that we do and why we only will do one or two high-intensity days throughout the week because um, we found that as a pretty good manageable uh, load for people to take on and the other ones are more either really short bursts or they're more slow and steady or, like I said, like just lifting, like bodybuilder style. But, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's why we do the intensity that way.
0: So would you say that plays into your overall vision at Praxis?
1: Uh, Yeah, I definitely think it coincides with our vision. Um, You know, our main points and pillars with our vision is, you know, we really want to take the intimidation factor off of strength training. Um, We also want to be a fully inclusive gym. And then also we really want to support families, especially families with little ones. So with the intimidation aspect, I think our, um, our programming really is indicative of that. You know, it's, it's not a scary, you know, leaving you writhing on the floor every day. Um, it really is built around to support your health, support your resiliency, um, and just really legitimately help you increase your strength um, and just quality of life overall. And then our, um, you know, then with our other pillar of being fully inclusive, you know, way too often we would hear from our friends or families about, you know, at the very least feeling not fully welcomed or kind of excluded, um, if not worse, from a gym just because of whether it was their sexual orientation or, you know, the color of their skin. And so we knew that whatever space that we created, it was going to be fully inclusive and affirming to where people felt like, They actually belonged, um, belonged with us. So, uh, and then with us, you know, our other kind of pillar view vision point, um, you know, we all, all of us owners also have little ones. And even though kids are just the freaking best, like they're awesome. (laughs) Um, the whole parenthood transition, whether it's your first or, uh, heaven help you like seventh, um, it can be pretty isolating, you know, whether it's for the person that's carrying the child, um, you know, kind of a lot of, there, there's are very few prenatal and postpartum strength training programs, um, out there. Um, and so the one that we have worked with and have been trained on is birth fit. Um, and so, you know, the parents can feel like they can still belong in the community that they're at, that they don't have to like then go and just only do prenatal classes kind of thing. Um, And then also, you know, post COVID, we will have a childcare room here as well. Um, We really believe that families should be at the gym together and kids should see their parents, you know, working out and doing healthy things because it just helps them instill good habits as well. So, um, so yeah, those are, those are, Kind of our big, you know, driving points, you know, breaking off intimidation, fully inclusive, and supporting families. Um, yeah, yes, that that was, uh, that's our vision, what kind of got us started on everything.
0: Did you guys always want to have a gym, or was it only until you kind of saw this gap in the fitness world that, you know, the idea for Praxis Strength really got, got going?
1: Yeah, I mean... I think it was always in the very deep, dark corner of my mind of God. That one day, you know, that like really far off dream that you're like, "Oh, it's not gonna happen. That's way too, you know, high up there. But um, it was up until I, uh, I did, you know, corporate. Si- I was a personal trainer, like in my early twenties. So could not make a living off of that at the Y. Shocker. And so I went into sales. Did that for a while, and I kept on just being drawn back to health and wellness and fitness and I knew that's what I was meant to do so I went back to school got an a exercise and nutrition master's program at Lipscomb and towards the end of the program I was like oh I don't know what I'm gonna do with this <laughs> I have all this uh, knowledge now and I don't know what to do um because I was looking around and there it really there wasn't a lot of options in the fitness world for you know, someone that couldn't do CrossFit anymore, but wanted to do a lot of lifting. And, um, and I, I remember being on a walk, listening to a podcast, uh, Emily Schramm's podcast, I don't know if you know who she is. She was real world and then CrossFit. I'm going to have to
0: check that one out. She's
1: great. She's great. Uh, it's called Meathead Hippie, which I think just like envelopes. I think
0: I have seen that, (laughs) the, the name of it. That's awesome. (laughs) It's
1: really great. Um, and so I really resonate with her story. And, and she had just opened up a gym in Colorado. And how she explained it, I was just like, oh, this is my dream. Like, <laughs> her programming is exactly what I, I do. Like, like it, it's, you're living my dream. <laughs> living my dream. And, uh, and I came home from my walk just in tears. And my husband looked at me and was like, oh, had a good walk then? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And just, you know, kind of unloaded and was like I don't know what I'm doing I this this is a dream this is what I would want to do or i didn't even say this is what I want to do at that point I was just like there's nothing like this in Nashville but this is exactly the type of facility that I would want to be a part of and he was just like okay well why don't you just do it I was like well, maybe like five or ten years I think would be great and he was like no like there's not there's going to be more things in Nashville like that in five or ten years
0: what a good dude. I know. He's Austin. like
1: Austin, right? He's like the aim ready fire kind of guy and I'm like the well I need to clean my gun like four or five more times. I need to put <laughs> yes. more lessons. Like I'm the molar, like small things over. Um and he literally got his computer out that that night and he had scheduled us to look at properties the next day.
0: Was, That's incredible sideline to fitness and business. Uh I feel like that's just a great example of in a relationship supporting one another. I love that.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um Yeah, so it was a, it, it wasn't even like something that I'd always thought I was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. It just kind of like it happened. It happened so fast and and somehow I convinced my friend Brittany Anderson to be a business partner too and you know, and it was like with her in Austin, it just kind of all was able to happen and able to come to fruition in such a fast amount of time too.
0: Man. So I want to kind of get into the, the origin story of Praxis a little bit in those first few months. So, you know, right now, Marissa and I are sitting in this gym. It's this big open space, beautiful white walls, white rig, like super clean aesthetic. Everything looks just awesome. And so they had it all ready to go uh, opening day. Uh, Marissa, can you tell me about those first few weeks mm-hmm. of the gym being open? Yeah,
1: sure can. So uh, we opened up March 2nd of 2019. No, nope. nope. 2020. God,
0: this has been a long, long year. year. That's how long the year's been.
1: <laughs> it's a March 2nd, 2019. Um, and for those that don't understand that reference point, the night of the second or the third morning um, the tornado tore through Nashville um, including North Nashville which is where the gym is located Um, so within 24 hours of us being open a tornado blew through our neighborhood luckily the gym didn't get affected; it wasn't affected um, but you know we had family members that their house was destroyed and and all of, our, you know, all of our neighbors were severely affected. So, but we didn't have power for a week. But it kind of was a blessing in disguise that we didn't have power because then we weren't able to be open. So we were able just to put all of our energy into just helping out our neighbors. And we um, actually ended up being a hub for a lot of volunteers, just because we had this big open space that can be used. Um, and we had like 150 volunteers come through that week which is just nuts.
0: That's so awesome, especially for a new business yeah. that didn't really have that much recognition uh, yet to have a place that people could rally around. Yeah,
1: it was really cool. And I, and that was, and it was, we always talked about, we didn't just want to be a gym or people just lifted weights. Like we wanted to use it just as a platform to legit help people in every sense, whether it's nutrition, fitness, but also just, get out and help nonprofits. And, you know, there's a couple of nonprofits that we love and we've always wanted to be a part of. And so it kind of just catapulted us <laughs> way faster than we thought we were going to be. Um, but it, uh, that, was, that was pretty fun first for seven days.
0: Yeah. There was the, um, you guys started a little tagline or hashtag uh, with the gym. Oh yeah.
1: Born in the storm.
0: Born in the storm,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, One of our good friends came up with that, and we're like, Oh, that's perfect.
0: (laughs) I feel like you guys are gonna need a mural at one point or another.
1: We're actually currently working on that. Let's go. No, oh, we should include that in the mural. That's a good
0: idea. You're welcome.
1: Thanks, appreciate that.
0: So, yeah, there's a, a tornado that tragically uh, destroys so much of Nashville. You guys are kind of in the heart of that. Um, but, you know, things slowly start to get cleaned up. You know, there are a little bit more order comes back around. And you guys were getting ready to open again. And then... Uh,
1: mm-hmm. and then I- a fun little uh, virus started to uh, spread around. Uh, COVID-19 became a thing. And we had a week of being open and then on March 16th, which also happens to be my birthday. <laughs> sitting- Happy birthday. No, I was sitting there and I was just like, and this is before the mandate came down, but just seeing place after place have to get shut down. I was like, we need to be preemptive. Like let's go ahead and shut down for what I thought a couple of weeks. <laughs>
0: yep. Yeah. Nobody (laughs) saw all this coming.
1: Yeah. And then by the end of the week, it was all mandated. Um, But yeah, so we shut down after being open for a week.
0: And how long were you guys shut down for? When did gyms really start opening back up? Was it like June, July
1: ish? End of June, like the 24th or something. So
0: in your first three months of being open, you were actually open for maybe like seven to 10 days.
1: It was, it was, it was, it was great guys. It was really, really good way to start a business.
0: (laughs) No, but I mean, that's, what's been so cool is, you know, I've gotten to work with and hang out with people from this gym and people just love the culture. I, they love the rallying together uh, and just kind of the ethos of this place. And, Yeah, I'm just so excited because now you guys, you know, do seem to be growing and and doing well. And uh, you know, in a few years, you guys are just going to have this rock solid foundation that you started off of, and super cool. Yeah,
1: I mean that that's the plan, right? That's uh, yeah. Everyone's like, man, if you can get through this year, (laughs) we're like, yeah, (laughs) because it's like from the get go, you know, because the gym it just was a big warehouse, and so we did the build out, and it was. (laughs) I mean, just all the roadblocks, you know, with subcontractors and permits and delays here and pushbacks there and, you know, plumbing issues. We also had the entire plumbing basically explode in our first week that we were open. and It was just like, what is going on? But I was like, oh, yeah, this is just owning a business. And if you can get through like these the first like year or two, that's what everyone says. If you can get through the first year, you're good or hopefully you're good. But especially this year, it's like, all right, if we can make it through this and continue to grow. I mean, you know, we're adding hopefully like at least one person a week, which yes, that's super, super slow, but in the pandemic when, I mean, a lot of people still aren't even leaving their houses. Yeah, Yeah. you gotta reframe things. Right, (laughs) yeah, I'm like, yes, we got one person this week. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, I tell you, one of the things, you know, for me also starting a business that's really hard Is attaching kind of the results and response to the business as a result in a response to you personally. Um, And that's something that I've had to really monitor, like when I'm having a bad week, like really framing in my mind and for my own personal mental health, like, you know, what that means for me as a person and as an individual versus, you know, and separating myself from the business. Um, Have you guys? how has your just like mind and heart and health been kind of through this tumultuous journey? Have you found that you um, struggle with that or have you found that you have like tools and perspective that's just allowed you to kind of carry on through that kind of rocky start?
1: Oh yeah, definitely have struggled with it. I mean, I, I think these last this last year and a half, has, been, has definitely been the most stressful time of my life. Um, I mean, especially during the whole build-out phase. I was waking up every night at least two or three times and that, like, oh my god, oh did I feel this out? Oh about this subcontractor? Like just like <laughs> freaking out constantly. And then like during the actual shutdown, I I did not touch a barbell during the sh- and I had the I could still come here like I could still work out in my home gym. But I was so just emotionally undone with, like, this whole really hard year and a half. You know, we were delayed eight months in opening, and then everything just get completely crashed down. And I was like, I can't I can't even look at a barbell. I can't, I can't even open up my heart to this. Yeah.
0: I have to learn to love again. Know,
1: exactly. Um So it, it was – it's been um, – I mean it's super cliche, but it's been a roller coaster. It's you know, you have a high of like, oh my god, we had like so many likes or reposts or interest and then, you know, the next week nothing came to fruition at all. <laughs> or or you get great leads or or you get really good compliments or yeah, like you said, it's like you have great weeks and you have bad weeks and um it really I think I'm finally getting to the point of exactly like realizing it's not I shouldn't I shouldn't take it personal that it really is just life right now and it is also just a business and when you own a business you you feel just so invested in it and when it's like I've I've really struggled with gaining confidence in my programming because it's like like my mind brain out there on the whiteboard. <laughs> yeah. Like, I hope you're this like, works.
0: this is what I have.
1: <laughs> this is what I think is good for your body. And like, I'd be so nervous about people's, you know, what they would say after the workout. I'd be like, listening, like, was, was it a good one?
0: Yep. Been there.
1: Um, And I think the biggest thing that I've learned throughout all this is just having your team, having your group. Because um, I mean, this is not hyperbolic at all. It would not have happened without Austin and Brittany, like, at all. I can tell you how many times I was ready to throw in the towel and Austin is like, no, babe, we got this, and, like, would take over or, you know, and, and how many times Brittany would just, she has this way to just to calm you. She was actually my doula when I had my youngest daughter. That's a
0: good calming person. <laughs> Very then.
1: calming, yeah. but has this whole like badassery to her as well. You know, so you respect her. Specter, you're like, yes, ma'am. You tell me. What to do. Um, and she's my age. If I say, man, like she's older. She's my age, but, um, but yeah, if it wasn't for them and, and then our family and friends that just rallied around us and, you know, they saw us struggling and helped, whether it's, you know, with the kids, or monetarily, or just time. I mean, the amount of time that our friends and family spent here, helping us build the rig and paint and floors, and like, I mean, it, it's it's nuts. I mean, I think back and it, it just, it's really moving and impactful having those people around. And but yeah, that's that's a big thing. Is I've really learned to lean on people and slowly kind of learning to ask for help. Um but yeah, that's that's the biggest thing that's helped me get through.
0: Gosh, I love any story of community coming together. <laughs> Always a good story. You know, that's I'm just sitting here thinking, you know, being an entrepreneur, being an on, a business owner, it really is, you know, it's easy to be kind of like romantic about it when you like take the 30,000 view of like oh i started this business and like there was adversity and it was hard but like we overcame and all this stuff but when you're actually in it and doing it like there are days that really suck and there are days that are so awesome (laughs) and so i guess that's part of doing your own thing is you're just opening yourself up to maybe a wider spectrum of these experiences than you might have if you you know kind of went with more of a um a uh a regular path i guess or i don't want to say regular but just you know a path that doesn't involve kind of running out and starting your own thing um and so there's there's beauty in that and there's there's struggle in that
1: yeah yeah i would always hear people say like oh you start you know you become an entrepreneur you start your own business to have your own hours and you know to do your own thing and and to work less and and they're like, but what really happens, you're working way more. You're more stressed. But it's it's just, it, that stress and those hard times just make the good times that much more rewarding. And 100% being that much more elated. And, like, the first time I looked around the gym and realized everyone that was here, I did not know prior. Like, no one was our friend or family. And I was like, oh, my God, these people chose to be like,
0: <laughs> yeah, these are my people, and like they came out of this yeah. thing that we did, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it's 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 not. it's crazy, and I still don't, I still, I, it's hard to even think, like, oh, I'm a business owner now, really. Like, I just didn't think that that's what my path was going to be, but here it is. Uh.
0: I love it. Yeah. Uh, well, Marissa, if people want to find you guys, uh, Instagram at Praxis strength. And I had to clarify earlier, Praxis, there's two S's in the middle of that. Cause every time I try to type out Marissa's email, I always wonder like, is it Praxis? And they just like do a cute little abbreviation with one S, but no, it's Praxis with two S's in the middle, um, strength and, uh, yeah, follow them on Instagram, Uh, Come check out the gym. Marissa, if somebody wanted to come over here, what would be the best uh, first couple steps for them? Just go on the website or just walk over here, give you a call, what would it be?
1: Yeah, uh, either going to the website, which is PraxisStrength.com, yes, two S's. I'm all about properly spelling things. (laughs) Yeah. I've always struggled with spelling my entire life, so I always really struggle when people purposely misspell, anyways. Side tangent, but, <laughs> um, praxisstrength.com, Uh, you can reach out to us there, uh, or you can, cause that will direct you, direct you to our email or Instagram, just DM and we'll, we'll get in touch with you. And, um, yeah, you can, we love doing consults to where we can get to know you. You can get to know us, uh, figure out like what your goals are and then we can see how we can help you with them. And then your first two classes are free, so you can really kind of see what we offer, see what we do, get to know uh, the programming and the other people, too. Um, And, yeah, we just go from there.
0: I love it. Well, Marissa, thank you so much for taking time with me today, and I look forward to the next workout that we get to do together. It's going to be awesome.
1: I really appreciate you asking me to be on your podcast. Later. Later. Thanks.